What have we here? Thank you guys for fun with that fidget spinner over there. You know, I hate these, but I'm I and I don't want one, but I'm gonna I'm play with it. Very intrigued by it. They're simple. Yeah, <laughs> different. Simple. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Episode is this one ten? It is one ten. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Good job. Hundred and ten episodes later. Yeah. And, and only two beers later. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is like the earliest episode we've ever done. I've always thought we should do like a crazy long episode one night, like a Friday night, get hammered and wake up Obviously. the next morning hungover and try to do an episode. Yeah. Breakfast episode. Beer pancakes and <laughs> brews. Because it's so early uh, and I had breakfast like right before, well, brunch, like a late fucking brunch wrist. Uh, I got this oatmeal stout. Mm-hmm. I have these memories of we went to a beer tasting, pumpkins and stouts and oatmeals and porters and everything. And then we had this perfect stout that we had the next morning, like early. Like we woke up at like nine o'clock to play some Battlefield and like immediately cracked open these stouts. So I just felt like it was a good fit for the morning. Sunday morning stout. And I grabbed it. says mushrooms? Oh, pairings. Mushrooms, beef, soft ripened (laughs) cheeses. Thank God there's no mushrooms in the beer. Oats bring a creaminess and soft mouthfeel to rich, roasty malt character. Yeah. Uh, 5.8% by volume. It is The Poet by New Holland Brewing. New Holland's out of Michigan. It is. Uh, I actually was just, not just, I was out that way, very close, and I didn't what? have any extra time, so I was kind of sad that I wasn't able to stop by New Holland, but uh, they do a lot of good stuff. We were up there for 4th of July, but I didn't, I didn't go to... Or I didn't get anything from Bells or New Holland because those are some of the bigger ones. I had a bunch of smaller craft beers and stuff, just like what we have here in Columbus. Really good stuff, though. <clears throat> Roke was a very good one. R-O-A-K. Mm. Some good shit, isn't it? Got to pop it open with the church key here. <laughs> the church key? Where'd you get that from? You know, I told my dad I was going to use that forever and ever now. That's what uh, bottle openers used to be called. It's a church key. Really? Yeah. Uh, and this was specifically those ones that are double ended. Like yeah. it's got the flat end and then the spiked end. Yeah, but where's the what's the what? It's just a what's the etymology. It's just it's, that's what you want to look as good as you can get. And if you're drinking on a Sunday, you want to ask for the church key uh, instead of uh, yes. hey, I'm getting hammered on Sunday. So sounds like, yeah, like you're trying to be proper about it. My good man, we had the church key. I'm going to church. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pouring this out. Ooh, it's like don't apologize. Milky. Yeah, it's head. really. Yeah, it was hard to get ahead on this one. I don't mind. Because it's not very physical. I just made that word up and I'm using it from now on. Oh, it's starting to. It's very dark. It kind of looks like a Guinness, actually, and it's proper that I'm drinking out of a Guinness glass. Okay. Smells like you would expect a stout to smell. So what's going on with... uh, So it's an oatmeal stout. 5.8% alcohol. Roasty, smooth, creamy. And it's got... uh, the Raven? Is this supposed to be based off of... Uh, I would assume it's got some Edgar Allan Poe goodness going Ed, on there. Edgar Allan Poe. The Poet, and Edgar it's got Allen a Raven Poet. on the front. Yeah. Does it... It doesn't... We don't have We don't have an actual poem on it like most beers do. It's very Halloween-y, though, because it's yeah. got a little bit of purple and orange, so it's... 
almost festive, but we're not getting there yet. There, so I was craving a stout slash porter, and there weren't many to choose from because obviously it's August right now, so it's like not a typical thing. But it is cloudy as hell. It's like sixty out. It's perfect. Um, it's a good day for it. So it's perfect. So we're gonna cheers this, cheers and beers, and Milk. all the rest. Ooh, I already have to go on a rant, dude. This is delicious. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, Very creamy. It's going to be a half uh, plug and a half shout out to ourselves. Uh, I I listened to our Rogue One, one commentary I while I was out on the road. Yeah. Because oh, wait, we had, you listen to it on the road? You didn't even watch it with a movie? No, 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 no. I was, I was in a hotel and I oh, watched okay. it. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. And it was some of the stuff, like even, well, I said this last episode. How many pause? But I said this last episode, like as we record the episode, I'm not always listening to what you're saying because, right, right. you, you know, both of us are planning ahead and trying to keep shit together. And, yeah, trying to crack um, jokes and shit. <clears throat> and uh, I don't even like it, when I start listening to you, I forget what I say and react to you. And I was dying. You one of the to, things like, rewind back to listen to everything. One of the things was right at the end of the movie where Jin ha- took that like cartridge out and she's climbing up the tower and she puts it in the thing and it accepts it. I'm like, uh, what did I say? Contra never works on a first try. You got to blow on that shit. And I was dying (laughs) on my own joke. I was like, because I wasn't ready for it. I was just dying because it fits so well. She just put the cartridge in and it, it closed up. Like, yeah, it looked a goddamn 1980s. That's like, you got to blow on that first. <laughs> Contra never works on the first try. Kim Pop and Jones. Well, thanks for being with us. Thanks welcome. Uh, Jones says, used to have a Three Stooges bottle opener. Yeah. That sounds like something that would be at your in your dad's basement. Jeff Melton has one. He does? I got him okay, one. Yeah, yeah. And it says, knock, 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 like as oh. you open it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. How about a beer? Yeah, awesome. I've uh, never heard that term church key in my lifetime. I, I must said, be like a 70s thing or I something. S- oh, I said that the other day <clears throat> to uh, uh, Tommy Boy. And he's like, yeah, church key. I was like, I've never heard that in my life. I'd never no. heard it before. So nope, uh, that's, that's not a real fr- thing. From now on, a beer opener or a bottle opener is a church key. So Temple key. Jedi <laughs> Temple key. So let's uh, rate this beer, which is delicious. Man, it's really good. Yeah. I really start started coming around to these types of beers, the heavier, darker ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you have to like wrap your mind around what it's going to taste like first. Yeah. And I think even more difficult is the IPAs because... On a general sense, people like beer, and then IPAs are way in the fucking back corner tasting like bitter dust over here. But, but they it, are like the most popular right now. If you, for but you have to be prepared for the bitterness. Oh, for if sure, you're just yeah. like expecting a refreshing beer and you and you just swallow, it's just like you can't do that. No, not at all. Um, by the way, I'm Matt. If y'all forgot, God, I sound American, y'all. And your name's shut Matt. it down, Jones. I ain't had enough. Why is your thing Jones if your name's Matt? Why is your Madra? Commander Cody. Me. Mama Jones. Your Madra. What? Mama Jones. Oh, that's my brother said that when he was like four. <laughs> and we just kept saying it. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. Back to the beer. We always go on a fucking tangent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tangents are the best. So when we when I started drinking like the first craft beers that I had, besides, you know, we were stuck in the Miller and the Keystone and the bullshit. I started with stouts and porters. That's like all I wanted to drink as far as like richer craft beer went. So like the Edmund Fitzgerald, 
from Great Lakes I had all the time. There was a few from Goose Island before I hated Goose Island that I had that was like winter winter warmers and stuff like that. So that's how I started, and I've gone away in the other direction. And I haven't had stouts and porters frequently at all recently. Yeah, I, I don't know what uh, what what I've had <laughs> to like get over, um, but I don't think this tastes too much like coffee at all. No. It's just more of a, a thick. It's a cool, refreshing drink. It's also, it does have the carbonation. Some of these can taste like there's no carbonation at all, all. And like, then it's just It's almost liquid. like all pop syrup. There's no fit. Yeah. Pop syrup. Yep. There's no fizz. The bubs. Yeah. This There's a taste profile in here that, I don't want to call it chocolatey, but let me see what here. Roasty malt. Is it the roast? Yeah. I feel like back when we were at the actual brewing company, we had those like really dark roasted malts. Like when we actually tried the malt itself in our hand. Um, this is kind of what it reminds me of. This is also very easy to drink. It does have like a, it's almost like a, it has to be the, the roasted malt, but it's like a burnt toast at the end. It's, kind of, it's, it's not even in a bad way. It's kind of just kind of, because a lot of these, you drink it and it stays in the back of your mouth for yeah, the yeah. whole time. This kind of like fizzes away. Maybe it's because of the carbonation in it that makes it a little more drinkable. Yeah. Um, I, I just a lot of like chocolate or the real heavy stouts stay with you even right, right. like a half hour after you just like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like the really bitter IPAs or like the really uh, high alcohol IPAs and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. anything crazy like that yeah it's like the burnt it's like when you get the toast just on that borderline of burnt and Super like crispy. perfectly toasted crispy yeah yeah that's, that's where it's it, do, it but I'm still staying with the word burnt because it does kind of taste burnt at the end burnt hmm. burnt oatmeal stout. I would, dude. One of the greatest things ever created: extra toasty Cheez Its. Have you had those? I haven't had Cheez Its in like years. I never. I, I mean, I love Cheez Its, but I haven't had them in a long time. And I saw they were on the shelves all over fucking Giant Eagle, and it said extra toasty. I'm like, so it's the same thing. They're just cooked longer. Yep, and they're just oh my god, <laughs> even better. Yeah. They're so good. It's, it's so delicious. To everything, just like cook shit longer, please. I am always, uh, except for meat. Uh, for the most part, I like everything. Well done. Like, if I'm cooking a pizza, I leave it in a, a couple extra minutes. Yeah, I like well done. Um, if I'm getting a sub from Subway, they put it in a dirty microwave. I, I asked them to double cook it. You mean the toaster? Double, yeah. Uh, Micro toaster. I, I asked them to cook it twice <laughs> as long. Just so I, it, like, really crispens up. I, like, I, I don't know what it is. I just like it done. Well crispins. done. Crispens. Crispens. Get, get, you, get you the crispens. What are you going to rate this? Yeah. I feel like I've been off my stout porter game, so I don't know how to compare it with a bunch of other stouts and porters. I'm going to be... Maybe I just love it because I haven't had a dark beer in a long time. I'm going to lean <laughs> towards something. You know what this tastes like? is burnt popcorn. And it's almost... I'm trying to say... I haven't had best, burnt popcorn in, the, in a long time. In the best way possible because I, I do like it. That's not a good comparison because burnt popcorn is one of the worst flavors of the world. That's what it tastes like on the back of my tongue right now, though. But it's not bad. I stick with the burnt toast. Do you guys like the sound? I'm okay. Ew. I'm okay Every, with the burnt toast. All, everyone listening just threw up in their mouth. <laughs> I hate it too. I hate like people chewing next to me. If, <laughs> I have to have music on in the background or a show. Yeah. Because like people chewing is, it makes me want to go on a fucking <laughs> rampage. Nicole uh, Serrano, who's tuning in on YouTube, says, mmm, burnt toast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually kind of feel like, like that. If yeah. I get a good, nice burnt piece of toast and put some apple butter on it, done. Sign me up. Or peanut butter. Or just fucking butter. Yeah, it's all, all the butter, the, all the butts. I'm actually <laughs> gonna go with a two, with a three. Really? And the only no reason, way. and what what I'm gonna say is, no. 
Mopar gave a dark beer a three. I don't believe it. It's very drinkable. I like the burnt toasty roasties. <laughs> um, it, and it's oh, I gotta burnt toasty roasties. <laughs> burnt toasty roasties. Uh, if you weren't aware, that's how we come up with our episode titles. Yeah, just whatever fucking dumb thing we said. Uh, but it's it's well. This is one of the most drinkable darker beers that I've had, and it's not it's not coffee flavored. That's true. So and that and I I don't hate coffee flavor, but it just I feel like it for the most part for me takes away from the flavor. I feel like I'm drinking coffee now instead of beer. And it's just, I don't think it mixes well in my taste palette. But since this isn't coffee flavored, I like the big toasty roasties and it's very <laughs> drinkable. I'm, it doesn't have anything bad. There's nothing bad about it. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to go with two because I'm not like overly amazed at what I'm drinking right now. It's solid. It's good. It's not, there's nothing really bad about it, but I'm not like, holy shit. Yeah, I am. Really? I can't I can't I can't fucking believe that you just gave a dark beer a three. <laughs> it's blowing everything I thought I knew out of the water. The one time that I tried we had that Claymore Scotch ale. I can't I don't like the hard liquors either. There's no hard liquor in here either. That's true, but I thought that was one of the most delicious beers ever, and you were like, Ugh, I'm gonna die. It burns my esophagus. You're trying to give it a zero. I should still. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Dude, I don't know if I can go with three on this. I'm just it's it's I'm more focused on the drinkability of it, and it doesn't leave a bad flavor in your mouth. We might have to split it because I don't. I I want to give it a two, but because of the drinkability and the the fact that I don't like dark beers, I have to mm-hmm. I have to pump it up. All right, I'll keep thinking on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna withhold my rating for a few more minutes, and we'll think on uh, about it as we go. It's uh, not too a, it's not too heavy in alcohol either. No, six percent is a decent. Five eight six percent, always round up. Five eight six percent, always round sideways. Uh, we had a uh, question on Twitter from Biffsticks. Okay. He said, "Who's better, Jabba the Hut or Pizza the Hut?" Well, Pizza the Hut, right out of the oven. Yeah, well done, like you said. Well done. <laughs> but that pan crust is hard to pass up. I. Uh, yeah. Plus, when you're dealing with Java, you have that stupid salacious crumb guy sitting on his shoulder all the time, just annoying the <laughs> shit out of everybody, which you don't want to fuck around with. Um, Definitely Pizza the Hut. Or pizza is going to order out for your takeout. <laughs> I'm a, I fucked it all up. I don't remember Spaceballs at all. I hate that. So we are quoters, if anyone knows us. Like, a, the majority of our jokes are just quotes from stuff we've said or stuff from movies. I'm embarrassed that I have to watch certain movies a few times before I can even remember anything. Like, I don't know the details of Spaceballs at all, and I've seen it like three or four times. I remember like, the whole I know thing. Pizza, I know Pizza the Hut's there. I remember the uh, the buttons out of order. It's out of order, fuck. It's out of that. order, fuck. But no, like nothing else. I can't, I can't really? bring it to my mind. Whereas Superbad, I could probably quote the whole thing. Well, Jesus. <laughs> or movies like Out Cold, which aren't even that great, but I just love for some reason because I watched it a million times. I know Spaceballs quite well. Um, I, if I could, I could probably go scene to scene three quarters of the way through the movie. I always like shut it off somewhat near the end. Yeah. What up, Riley? Sup, <laughs> We drunk in the middle of the day. No complaints. Let's drink about it. Um, <clears throat> we had a good fucking session of Battlefield on Wednesday. So let's let's talk about some topics here. Now we'll jump into Battlefield. Battlefield. Battlefield's part of the topics, though. We may as well just be Battlefield squad. So I don't even want to talk about Star Wars. uh, Game of Thrones. We're we're coming up to episode four tonight. Tonight, yeah. Uh, I have unfortunately only caught two of them, so I got some catching up to do. Uh, Inferno Squad. I have purchased the audiobook. I'm about halfway through. 
Uh, Commander has the physical book. I am enjoying it thoroughly. Do I think it's a fucking phenomenal book? No. But I, I do like, and I'm so happy to say, the <laughs> rebels are called terrorists. Yes. They refer to them as terrorists. We win! We won! You know, we get a lot of shit because we're called Rogue Squadron and because uh, Danny back drew that badass picture of us in Rebel gear. Mm -hmm. But we kind of hate the Rebels sometimes. Yeah. We're uh, we're infiltrating the Rebellion. We're Imperial spies. So we, uh, we tend to root for the bad guys because the Rebels seem to do no wrong. Mm -hmm. They never get shot. Nothing bad happens to them for the most part. So well, it's, fun, it's fun to see the, the story from the Empire's point of view. Yes, and a Rogue One, we kind of saw a little bit of the dirtiness that the Rebels get into, which was, which, a, was, cool. a, was which was refreshing. Yeah, for sure. This will show a lot more. Yeah. Um, what this book is based off of is a, a special unit squad called Inferno Squad. Um, there's there's four people involved in it, uh, but they're going after um, Saw Guerrera's defectors, and there's a specific group called the Dreamers. Mm. And they're so dedicated to Saul that they carry on like his legacy oh, okay. beyond his death. I haven't gotten that far. Um, so they're trying to, this sweet. Inferno Squad's trying to infiltrate the Dreamers. Nice. Uh, so they all go undercover. And I, I'm not going to spoil anything beyond that, <clears> but they start talking to these, in, uh, the, the the Dreamers. There's some badass fucks in these in these Dreamers. That's pretty cool. These Because these guys aren't like directly even involved with the Rebellion. Right. Like these guys are... Well, yeah, we saw that in Rogue One. Saul was off in his own world, causing problems for the rebellion. Yes, because he was being an extremist, and now people have the bad view of the rebellion. My mom was like, Lies. "Man, that fucking <laughs> girl." He even said, "Girl." We joked on Rogue One since we saw it in theaters. We've said in Saw Gerrera's voice, "Girl." He never says that in the entire fucking Not movie. Once. I don't know where we got that from. <laughs> we just kept saying it over and over again. Um, Infernal Squad. My first impression is it's a cool story. I don't think it's the most well-written thing. Yeah. It, There's some really weird, like, I don't know. Some of the dialogue is kind of, like, hokey. And the way things are, like, phrased and, like, laid out just aren't, like, the best. But the like the subject matter is still good. So it's still worth reading, for it's sure. A, it's a good plot line. Yeah. To, to go basically have a, a special unit that goes undercover. Yeah. And does shit. Yeah. Is cool. Um and I'm not even that far into it, so I might be spoiling shit for myself, but you can kind of feel <laughs> a, a part of the in Inferno Squad members starting to get pulled towards, like, believing in what the Dreamers believe in. Really? Because they start, like, telling them their, their story, and this is why we're doing it, and blah, mm. blah, blah. And, and then, like, on the side, they're having a good time and dancing and, like, doing normal people stuff. Right. And then, you know, these people are like, well, I was just, like, beat as a child, and now I'm in an, I'm in an Imperial... So that's all I've known. Right. And then these people are over here like having a good time, but also fighting for their lives. Right. So you can kind of feel like the struggle. It's cool regardless, like both ways, just to get some of this more behind the scenes stuff. Like what are the people, we know the cause of the rebellion and of the empire, but like what are the people inside those forces like actually feeling and thinking? Yeah. And I don't want to spoil too much. Don't spoil well, What's her name? E E I Iden Versio. Iden. Iden was just a quick backstory on the main character. Iden was a TIE fighter pilot on the first Death Star and was one of the like the very few survivors of yeah. the first Death Star. So yep. she was That's in the, the trench. Uh, she actually like kills. I'm sure we can like sync it up. She probably kills three or four people, like yeah. two Y wings, two X wings. Yeah. 
um, before the Death Star explodes, and somehow she was like a Vader thing where it right. explodes, but they're like floating away. Well, she she noticed a few uh, Y wings going back towards Yavin, and she was like, "Where are these fuckers trying to go?" And she started chasing oh, them down. Yeah, yeah. And then the Death Star blew up and like knocked one of the wings off or something like that, and then she crashed in the moon of Yavin, infiltrated uh, the Rebel base. Anya Avin grabbed a ship and then fled, got out of there. Yeah. Which is pretty badass if you can just imagine one lone Imperial soldier like sneaking in there and getting an X-Wing or something. Yeah. So it's she's she's a very talented, awesome character and she's very hard-headed uh, and her father's like the leader of the squad. So leader it's... of the Beatles. There's kind of some tension there too. So um, it's cool seeing these three characters or four characters come together because they all have their unique talents. Yeah. Uh, she's a pilot and a soldier. There's like a a chemist engineering guy and then there's like a communications genius girl and th there's just they all come together and the perfect uh, mix of things it is kind of the perfect squad the uh, book came, comes with this awesome like poster that you can like pull out and hang up there is a saying on it's the back cool. it says the rebellion has hope the empire has inferno squad <laughs> going in fucking people up try and as we've seen what? from the what? As we've seen from the info from, uh, the, this is obviously it's titled Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad. It's leading up to the game. And what we've seen from the game is the campaign is going to cover this storyline. And it's going to go from, what are you shaking your head about? It's going from the second Death Star. I watched that today. I watched uh, a cutscene. It's Aiden on Endor. So not the same storyline, that's what I meant to say. It's it's covering the Aiden's same. story. Yes. So She's the main character. She lives quite a long time because... She was there for the first Death Star blown up, and then the Battlefront Two scenes are show her on Endor yeah. during the second one. And then they see up. it, yeah. So and then there's a shot in one of those trailers too of her facing Luke. Like you have a close up on Luke, and he looks pissed, and Iden's in the background. Okay. She's gonna die perfectly. Um, or maybe it's an alternate timeline, and she kills Luke, and then the Empire wins. Well, and it it kind of sucks because it kind of lets me know that everyone's gonna be fine. Well, at least she's gonna be fine out of this. And nothing's going to happen to her because she's got to live until through episode six, but then we don't know what's going to happen in the game. Right. But now we're going to have some well, info between, on these characters when we play the game, which will be cool. Right. Between this and the game, we know she's going to be fine. For sure. Yeah. So, all right. But, uh, uh, it's it's like I said, my, my consensus of it right now is it's a great storyline, great characters, not the most well-written thing in the world. Now, I have, like I said, I have the audio book and it's, it's done quite well. Uh, the, the, the Star Wars ones usually are. Yeah. Sound effects and... Well, this is the first one I've had a girl narrator. So she does... I mean, she does everything. Which makes just sense because like, the main character. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, it was just kind of weird at first. Getting used to it? Yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm used to guys doing girl voices. Right. Oh, I'm, I gotta do this. <laughs> the goofiest but, one... Like, the only audiobooks I've actually listened to is uh, Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. I, I don't know if it's the same guy, but it is like kind of like an older like English dude, mm -hmm. and him doing like voices for like Hermione and stuff is so silly in the fucking Harry Potter books. Yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean. Deception. Um, <laughs> but it's cool. It's a good book. You should, if you don't read the entire thing, you should go to like Star Wars Explained or Stupendous Wave and like get a whole you know plot summary of the book and stuff before Battlefront comes out. So, running off of that, I finally broke down and became a member of Audible. Their monthly subscription thing. This episode brought to you by fucking round. Uh, <clears throat> I just I couldn't get past that. I had to pay to pay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you mean? Pay because to pay. it's like 15 bucks a month, right? And you get one free audio book. I, I, but beyond that, you still have to pay. I, I wish it was like just pay 20 bucks a month, get unlimited audiobooks. 
audiobooks are too expensive. For I that. know, but <laughs> I, I, I kept reasoning myself around it. I'm just like, still 15 bucks for an audiobook a month is still like 10, 15 dollars cheaper. Yeah, for sure. And if I want something on top of it, everything's 30 percent off. There you go. So even if I keep buying, but it's still kind of shitty because you know you pay to pay. So it's kind of shitty. Yeah, audiobooks is one of those things that still do that. Like podcasts are entirely free. Stuff like Spotify is ten bucks a month. Listen, to whatever. Yeah, you know, YouTube's free with ads. Um, they're saying iBooks. I I have. I was buying iBooks. He's a trader. He has an Android. I was buying iBooks on my uh, my iPhone, which I still have. Well, it's somewhere. Um, and it's yeah, it, it worked well, um, but it was still costly. It was still like thirty. I average it's about thirty dollars a book. Right. Um, so, and there was no way to subscribe. I don't think. Was there a subscription? I have no idea. So many lies. (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah, I have no clue. I just, and I'm trying to get outside of Star Wars and try to like read other shit. The other thing we have to fucking talk Um, about, because I think you saw it already and it's, I saw the reviews for it. That. If anyone doesn't know who these people are, it's Roland and the man in black from the dark tower. So I was very, very upset because I went, I mistakenly went on Rotten Tomatoes and looked at the rating for oh, it. Oh, it's got like an 18%. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's atrocious. Yeah. Was it that bad? No, wasn't that bad. Should was we talk it? about it or you want me to wait till you see it? Uh, My consensus is it needed to be longer. So it's kind of, it's setting up like this whole new era of like Stephen King awesomeness because yeah. we have it coming out and yeah. then they're supposed to turn this into a, a series as well. It was only an hour and a half long. That's really short. And I really felt like if they did, if they pulled like a Marvel and made it like two hours and 20 minutes or 2.15, that it would have covered a lot more ground. I felt that it was it was way too short. Um, it wasn't the best movie ever made, but it was good. And I don't want to, I don't want to go into too much or spoil it or anything like that. But it just, it really needed to be a lot 18% longer. 18% is atrocious. Yeah. That's what I was trying to wrap my Emoji head. Emoji movie got 0%. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was trying to understand because I, I have I, I did the audiobook for the first one and I got like halfway ish probably That's not it? even through the second one. Oh, okay. Um, I was gonna say you gave me the first one originally. Uh let's see what it's up to right now. 18%. Up here on, uh, but on look at the other audience score, which still isn't good, is 63. a 63%, which is a three and a half star. That's still like that's a good movie. It's not great. So the problem, it's not even necessarily a problem, but it's it's literally a movie for fans of the Dark Tower, which I don't know what else you expected. Whereas like something like The Force Awakens is obviously a Star Wars movie, but it's not too into the like fandom world where you have to be a fan of Star Wars to get the movie. So you're saying you had you know to I mean? have read the book to not to, necessarily, like, but you but would... it's definitely made for the fans of the Dark Tower. Yeah, I, I doubt. I bet 18% of the population that saw it liked it. Average no? rating is four out of ten. Yeah, also, those guys are two great actors. Yeah, they were awesome. Both of their characters were good. There's a few lines of dialogue that were a little squirrely, um, but they're in the like. If anyone's ever read or tried to read like Stephen King's universe, Stephen Kingdom, I heard someone say. I don't know if that's legit or not. I, I gotta just leave. Said it. I gotta Stephen go Kingdom. Home. It's fucking weird. You have Roland, who's a gunslinger from the Wild West. <laughs> The man in black is a fucking wizard and you have sci-fi technology and you're traveling between alternate dimensions of the universe. So like it's, any it's, any piece of fiction that's been used is all combined in the Dark Tower. Is is the man in black technically a wizard? Yeah, he's a sorcerer. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't get that far into it. And there was also Skingdom. You <laughs> Kingdom. You need to wait until you actually see it. But Travis tagged me in something on uh Tommy Boy tagged me in something on Facebook that explained all of the references in the Dark Tower and how they relate to all of other Stephen King's books. Um it's like every single book is in there. It's so this movie crazy. this movie is a puzzle and uh, and eight, only 18% of the people finished the puzzle. So yeah, or the own yeah, eighty two percent of the people that saw it don't know what the fuck the Dark Tower is. Now I'm the Emoji Movie got seven percent. So I thought it was zero, but uh, Baby Driver, which I still haven't seen, has got ninety five. I keep hearing about that, and there's a new movie, or maybe that is the new movie with uh, uh, Daniel Craig. No, that's not it. There's a new uh, one with Daniel ooh. Craig and you saw uh, Valerian, Adam Driver. I liked Valerian a lot, man. I liked it a lot. Well, you like Dark Tower. It's only got 18. I just got shitty taste in movies, I guess. I, I, the Emoji movie might be the best one yet. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see Dunkirk, too. I like war movies a lot. I've heard, I've heard some bad things about Dunkirk, unfortunately. Really? I've heard yeah. everything good. And it's making the most money, so fuck you. Because <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan. How is the Emoji movie 7% and making the second most of the box office right now? Because that's who they don't care if they put out a good movie. They just want people to go see it. Kids, children like emojis, right? Well, let's let's just happy dance through this fucking movie. Lies, deception. Um, no, so Dark Tower is definitely worth seeing. So if we were gonna be like be review rated, I would say for fans of the Dark Tower, it's a three, and for fans that don't know anything about the Dark Tower, it's probably a one. You should go see it. It's worth seeing. <sighs> so yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it wasn't. It was no Force Awakens. It was no Civil War. It was no Spider-Man, but it was definitely good and worth seeing, and it was entertaining. The uh, the standards, the stakes, everything's so high right now. There's so many good movies coming out. This that- has been one of the busiest summers for movies, dude. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, Dark Tower, Dunkirk, War for the Planet of the Apes. There's been a lot of shit going on. Wonder Woman's still at the top of the box office. It's been out for like two months. There's just been a lot of stuff coming out this summer. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> what? I can't wait for the audio people to be listening. I didn't even say anything. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what happened? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, go see Dark Tower. And then let's talk about it. Padilla says, Dunkirk was amazing. I'm sure it's good. I just, I've heard bad things about it. Probably about half of what I've heard from it has been bad. Valerian was fun, man. It was a lot of fun. Fans of Mass Effect should, should go see that shit immediately. Immediately. It was one of the few movies where, few sci-fi movies, where the diversity of the alien species was so outrageous. Like, I don't know how much time they spent just making sure that they had so many different alien species. Mm-hmm. And they weren't all just humanoids with, like, blue skin. Um, what? I wanted to go back to Inferno you need Squad. another beer. Yeah. Uh, you tried to make was, some segue from Inferno Squad to Dark Tower. I don't know where you were doing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, there was a species that was part of the Rebels that was that little bat guy. Bat guy? Yeah. I can't think of the... It was like Uma Guma or something. <laughs> Uma Guma with the green tea? Uh, search... Uh, uh, let's find something. Yeah, Google Star Wars uh, bat... Was he? In, you said he was in Rogue One. No, 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 no. Inferno Squad book. Oh, I thought you said it was a species from Rogue One. No, no, no. He, he Inferno Squad. Inferno Squad characters. Should we do that? Maybe. We'll see what happens. Don't He's, put videos on my friggin' page, man. 
He's trying is. to look stuff up. Uh, this isn't even going to give you a list, is it? No. no. Do you know the name of the... Why is your cat? Do you know the name of the, the, just the search, character? Just search Star Wars Bat. Star Wars Bat. Yeah, just creature. creature. Species. <laughs> uh, Chadrafan. So, these oh, little guys. these little things. Yeah, I've seen these before. So, he's, uh, he's like the engineer of the Rebels. But it's... He's a cool little character, man. And I like... Because I feel like the imperial Imperials are racist or speciesist. Oh, yeah. Because it's all humans. <clears throat> Damn, I'd bang it. <laughs> Great. I got to go. Guys. That bestiality. That bestiality. <laughs> we took a turn for the worse. Uh, yes. We're talking about the camera lens here. So, Umaguma species. What is this? <laughs> Chadrafan. He's a Chadrafan. Um I just like it because it's it's weird, it's quirky, but they fit it in, and he's an engineer, and it's just like that's I I like that stuff that they're bringing in, and then we got that Snowbaka guy from Throw <laughs> yeah, One, yeah, and yeah, there, yeah. there's a lot of like cool things that they're like introducing. But my issue with it is it's still a bat with a with a body, a human with a bat face. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So I get it. I mean, it, but it's cool, and I just wish there were, there was more variety in some of the stuff that we saw, and uh, that was one of my favorite things about. Uh, Valyrian. Uh, Battle... F I thought I saw Battlefront 2. Yeah, Inferno Squad. Yep. He's in a picture of A New Hope. Wait, Star Wars New Hope, first appearance. Yeah. Yeah, he I must think... have been in the canteen or something? Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. Yeah, because he's like picking up a beer or something, sipping on it. <laughs> uh, cool. Was that yeah. what you were going to go back That's to all Inferno I wanted Squad to, to say? I was trying to think of Chadra fan. That's the species, so... <laughs> Bat people. Bat. So you're not caught up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> No fucking failure, man. I don't have uh, HBO. Oh, that's true. I don't have HBO right now, so just log into somewhere else. Uh, no one knows. I know I have HBO. Blood. <laughs> I have to watch them uh, later. Raleigh says he remembers those in the Pazak something from Kotor. Maybe that's what I remember it from. Because I know I've seen that little dude before, little bad guy. I guarantee you it was episode four because he's reaching up on top of the thing to grab his drink. But it could have also been in Kotor. I'm, he's not in Kotor. Riley's hammered. Remember when he was talking about giving Karth the Force and you lied and you thought he was lying? Deception, but he was right. You can't teach him the Force in, in Kotor Riley, one. Talk shit right now to Mopar. Did you look it up? He messaged us afterwards and he's like, "Yeah, I taught the Force to Karth and someone else." That's a lie. It's the Kotor two. Karth's not in it. Adam lied. Deception. A lot of deception. Deception.com. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, you need to catch up. The last episode was not my favorite. I'll just say that. Episode, episode three? Episode three was not my favorite. Uh, what happened I also in episode was like two? half drunk and it was midnight, so maybe I need to watch it again. I watched it again before tonight. Episode two. I forget what... Oh, <laughs> Theon jumps and... Yeah, episode two was kind of weird. Yeah. That's a, big, that's a huge... Backstab to uh, well, not yeah, backstab, we're but spoilers right now. Obviously, this Game is, of Thrones. Yeah, for episode Spoiler two, City, episode two, Game of Thrones. Um, uh, yeah, that's so a huge Theon's blow. Entire build up to a redemption story that we thought was going to happen is over. They got their ship got attacked by uh, Euron Greyjoy, who is a fucking badass now. I've been waiting for that because he popped in um, when they were still at the Iron Islands, and he just talked shit, but he didn't do anything. And I was like, when are we going to see this guy in action? So he, he stepped up. That was cool. And then Theon, Asha was captured. Not Asha. They call her Yara in the show. Was captured. And then Theon was like, uh, shit. And then he just jumped in the water off the boat. But Khaleesi's like whole fleet. Like that's half of her 
Like you have the Greyjoy fleet. Yeah, that was pretty much majority of her ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and the rest went to. Oh well, yeah. King's Land. No, they're on their way to Casterly Rock. Yeah, which happens in Episode Three. So you see that. Dig dastardly rock. <laughs> Jesus. So we'll talk more detail about Thrones next episode, but um, Vader stuff. I don't know, man. I'm trying not to be like a fucking hater of the new canon. Didn't he kill that? I don't know. I just, didn't he kill that Jedi? I haven't gotten that far. Oh, I read the first three of the new Vader comic series. Well, it might be a spoiler, but I well, he obviously doesn't die. So yeah, I mean, Vader doesn't die. But basically, so the the Va- new Vader series it picks up literally at the end of Episode Three. Like Vader's still in that fucking medical chair assembly thing from the end once he gets a suit on. So Palpatine's taunting him. They're talking shit. Vader tries to like. I think he tries to grab his lightsaber. He tries to move at him. And Palpatine just shocks the shit out of him. It's like, we're friends, but you better not do that again. I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. Look at that image of Palpatine. Shocking the shit out of Vader. You're oh, just, awesome. you're, you're trying to get used to your goddamn iron legs and yeah, you don't mess with him. Yeah. So I do have a question. Yeah. Based, based off of force lightning. Sure. Sure. I might that's, not be the right person to ask about this. That's, that's a huge, anyway. to me, that's a huge stretch just to do force lightning mm-hmm. to like make an, an environmental or an elemental thing happen and use it as an attack yeah is it such a stretch that like force fireball could work because lightning doesn't really even make sense in itself where does that where's that energy coming from you're just we have electricity in our bodies a little bit right that doesn't mean anything i don't know it's a little bit that's what's in lightning is electricity vader's made of electricity he can't do it (laughs) it's made of hate and rage (laughs) i just don't don't know i don't think that's that much of a stretch but i know fans would Fucking freak! If someone did like a in a Sith, good way or a bad like way? a Sith fireball, fire, firestorm, or something crazy. I don't know, man. Because there's such things as like Sith sorcery, so I feel like I can create a human, or I can I can start a campfire. You know, everything in between is a, is available. Well, that's and why I they feel need like, to fucking have a bane thing. Well, and I feel like pe- people were able to jump on the the lightning so quickly because it was like flashing cool at the at the time for episode six. But I don't think. I, I think we're so close-minded on that that that's like the only thing that Sith can do. Yeah, you can go thousands of years in either direction. I feel like there's other stuff that could happen. Yeah, that's that's true as well. I don't like know. Sith sorcery, you think like I could probably mind control fuck this guy and like use him to do something. I feel like that's in the realm of the Force. Yeah, I feel like it's a big part of fireball it. or. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like other force powers that we could potentially see on screen. We saw stasis. You just, I'm going to think you stop. Yeah, you're stopped. Okay, uh, next. Yeah. Like there's so much potential there that Maybe Kyle is going to throw his fireballs in episode set eight. I'm completely fine with it. I'm completely fine Calling with it. On it now. Prediction. Just think it's about happening. this though. Just think about this. In, even in X-Men, the fire guy, he at least had to like get a spark and get a flame and then he would make it grow. Right. I feel like a Sith could do the same thing. If, uh, if there's lava over here, pick the fucking lava up, make it blow up, and throw it at someone's face. <laughs> I guess face. you could pick the lava up. That makes more sense. Yeah. I feel like you can, you can control, control it. stuff that's already in the environment. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool to there's see. There's so that. much potential, and I know, okay, that's the Sidious. He's pissed. Uh, so this is basically retelling the story of. It's like replacing the story of this book, pretty much. Which is kind of saddening because this is Mopar's favorite, besides Bane, favorite Star Wars book ever. Um, it's cool because you see the struggle of Vader at the same time you see him like overcome that and become the fucking devil. And that's, yeah. like, that's the exact thing that needed to happen between three and four. 
It, it is. And I was a little upset at first because he has almost no struggles at all. Because the first thing he has to do is go... So the, the whole... It starts off with Palpatine says you need to... They, he explains why lightsabers are red when they're red. Which is because you steal a lightsaber from a Jedi and you corrupt the crystal and it turns red. It bleeds. Which okay. is kind of... It's interesting, but whatever. And then he sends Vader on a mission to go get his lightsaber. What about Anakin when he became Darth Vader, but he still had a fucking blue lightsaber? Nah, was what like about... Day, uh, I'm having it. I don't know. Didn't bleed enough? Cauterize the, the wound? <laughs> he didn't the... murder enough kids before it turned red? I don't know. I don't I don't like that at all because I feel like if... It's kind of silly, yeah. I feel like there's other plot holes that... Are there no other Sith or bad guys that use uh, anything outside of red? I guess not. Revan. I don't know. Revan used purple. That's not canon. He's not canon anymore. Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. And then the uh, second issue, um, Vader goes to, there's a big group of clones that have this outpost and they have salvaged everything from like the Jedi temple. So they have a bunch of Jedi artifacts, shit ton of lightsabers and things like that. So Vader goes there, murders a bunch of clones, gets a lightsaber, fucks around. No, he doesn't get the lightsaber then, but he's killing people like crazy. And then he goes and finds this fucking samurai Jedi guy. He's on the cover right here. The thing that just pisses me off is when they just throw some randomly new character in there who's so strong just because they need a plot device for Vader to fight against. Like this new guy that we've it never heard about. Like he's, he's summoning fire right there. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm okay with it because you can't use an ex existing person. So you I have suppose. to have someone. And it, it makes sense because he kind of like left the Jedi Order waiting on one thing like a confrontation or, or an event yeah. and it was vader so he's been planning this his whole fucking elder career yeah he does he says one line about like uh he disgraced the jedi and he decided to go in exile for some reason uh and then vader lands and he senses it uh something about him and then when vader gets closer well vader turns into moses also he parts <laughs> the fucking red sea over here too just uh so that, that one's fun uh but he senses something about vader because he knows he could feel, obviously, that the, all the Jedi died in Order 66. And then mm -hmm. Vader lands and he feels that same energy around him. It's like, oh, shit. All those Jedi died. You're the one that did it, aren't you? And the thing that really bugged me was he's on top of, like, a mountain. And Vader lands. And he's like, all right, come face me. Now you have to come up this mountain and go through all these trials. Like, here's there's traps here. And, like, there's a bunch of eagles that are attacking Vader. And he has to, like, fight them off. And... I don't know. It just got a little gimmicky. I feel like Vader would just float up to the top and stab him in the face. <laughs> it was just weird because Vader had zero problems with anyone at all. And then all of a sudden he gets to that Jedi, which I get. I mean, even crippled Vader against clone troopers, you can't really do anything. It's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a grumpy fuck about it. There's a big, there's a big leap from pre, well, he just newly suited Vader to episode four. Uh-huh. Um, and he really does is never challenged during the original trilogy, ever. He he faces crumpled Obi Wan who gives up and halfway through the fight he crumpled. And then Luke, who's hardly a Jedi at all. He's not a Jedi. He does a backflip in Episode <laughs> Six, and Vader's just like, "Wow, I didn't know you. I can't do that anymore." <laughs> Stupid robot legs. Yeah. So and outside of that, Vader's never suited. Vader's never really challenged. So I'm okay with. Like a, a, a strong I'm, yeah, yeah, Jedi. I'm like, I'm like half and half about it. I'll, I want to finish it before I make any true judgments. But um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. Dude. Them the rewriting second, stuff that already came out is just. The second Terminator is not the best. 
Fuck you, dude. It's the best one. I watched half You're of it the other day. I don't get the whole liquid metal. I don't get it. Like, okay, you shoot him. Wow. He's no. a sci-fi. What are you talking about? It's like sci-fi. He's I can't. Metal. I can't do it. You're out of control, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> I yeah. I, dude, I just, it is by far the best Terminator movie. It. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's the most exciting, but I don't think it's the best. Oh, it's by far the best. More shit happens in it, and it it it's continually entertaining but there's it's just like okay liquid bot is coming out and you can't kill him i like that john young john connor is in the mix i feel like it tells more of a story than the first one like all those guys i like this the waitress. first one man it's it's almost more creepy i like the first one because it's almost scary it is creepy. Yeah. it's scary and yeah. it's kind of creepy the second one's just like it went in a completely other direction which is fine but it's a lot more action um, and it does move like a plot along into a larger universe because then you start thinking about time traveling Terminators and this one's good. Yeah. And you're like, okay, how does this work in? Yeah. So it does expand it quite a bit. Sure. But the physical movie, I just, I okay. I don't know. Not only do I think it's the best one, it was such a testament to uh, filmmaking at that time, 91 or 92. Oh, absolutely. Like it was an incredible movie. For I just then. don't understand how he didn't kill everybody. You Ooh. shoot me, I live. You shoot me, I live. I'm just going to cut yeah, everybody's heads up. That's... Uh, he, <laughs> what? That's I'm just saying. Point. I'm just saying Liquid Terminator should have easily annihilated T-100. He did most of the movie. But yet T-100 lives. That's. I think that's the one thing that I love about... Not the first one, obviously, but all the rest of them when Arnold's like the actual good guy is that he's always the underdog and he's always getting the complete shit beat out of him until the end. And he's like, oh, wait, now we're by lava. I got to melt you in this shit. And then he figures it out at the end. I think it's cool that like he's always getting his ass kicked. That's what the rebels need to do in Star Wars. Did you hear that? They need to just be like down, down, fuck, everything sucks. Oh, we got these plans. Like Rogue One. Did you hear that? Uh, and I could be lying. I'm pretty sure it was Sylvester Stallone. Was- I could be making everything up, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm pretty sure Sylvester Stallone was uh, offered the job of Terminator. That would make sense. I could see that. And he turned it down be- for whatever reason. He didn't want to be a bad guy or he thought it would be a guy. Something like that. Bad guy. <laughs> he did. He wanted to do it. So. I can see that. I mean, those guys were kind of on the same path back then with like Predator and shit like that. Rock, uh, Rambo. Rocky and Rumbo. I can't. Rumble. That's the other thing. In fucking Rambo, blood. I haven't seen any of them. Blood second. He takes a fucking <laughs> blood second. <laughs> he takes a he takes a fucking chopper out with a rock. I'm not even kidding. He picks up it just. It's boom. Like, it's like cheer it. And he just stares at it like. It's like cheer it. Bring it. <laughs> he, was, he was like Mopar with a straw. Like I said, it was a rock. <laughs> Picked up a pebble, took out a helicopter. You could do that in Battlefield. Just grab a rock off the ground and chug it. It's not too far. They got fucking bows and arrows now. I had enough of that shit, too. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh, man. I can't wait for Battlefront 2. I was watching some uh, gameplay, uh, Ray gameplay, uh, Battlefront 2. I cannot fucking wait, dude. <clears throat> the way what she, up, Greg? The way she uses her... Hey, what's up, Greg? Um, the way she uses her lightsabers so... It's different. I don't want to say it's bad because it's. It should be different. It, it's just very awkward and like it's like step by step attacks. It's almost like a a fluid Vader. Vader's so chop, cut in half. Yeah. And she kind of like swing, pokes. It's like a ballet. Well, she that doesn't she's know what he's doing. doing quite yet. I know, but no, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just no, saying it's, yeah. it's it's unique. And of course, the way she, the way they uh, portray her and her lightsaber attacks in Battlefront Two that I've seen so far have been yeah. very unique. Uh, 
it's just it's almost awkward, but it make makes sense awkward. She also throws in like some actual physical stuff, like kicks and punches and stuff, which yeah. makes sense for her. And yeah. I I also did see like prods or stabs, like almost fencing. Right. So she like went into an attack shooting forward. So it was pretty cool. Uh, you are all yes. about, you all you're balls deep in Kerner. We are balls deep in Star Wars. Thank you for noticing. No, I'm I'm super geek for uh, for Battlefield. Uh, last week, maybe two weeks ago, it's been quite a while. We got the composer chosen for the Han Solo film. It's John Powell, who did Jason Bourne. Who, yeah, for the main thing that he's been known for is the the Bourne series. Which I, when I was, you know, I had dreams of being a film composer, which I still do, but I took a break because podcasting is the shit. I listened to the Bourne Supremacy soundtrack. In my car, delivering pizza. Oh, really? On loop for so long. It's a really good soundtrack. I don't think I've it's ever seen favorites. a Bourne movie. I've only seen the first one, I think. I may have seen the first one too, actually. But I liked it, and I really keep telling myself that I need to make a point to go back and watch all of them, and then I never do. Um, but I, I liked it a lot, and I'm a big fan of Mission Impossible. I like the spy action shit. I'm not a big action movie fan, but when it comes to the spy stuff... Where they have gadgets, they can you know trick people and like they turn like in fucking the newest. Um, I just said the name and I can't think of it. Gadgets. Mission Impossible one. Oh, he pulled like pulled turns a clarinet into a fucking sniper rifle. It's pretty cool. <laughs> he didn't turn it into a sniper rifle. It was a sniper rifle disguised as a clarinet, I should say, or an oboe maybe. I don't know. Fuck it, whatever. Just like, like he was going in uh, like a symphony orchestra concert to snipe somebody out of the crowd. Jesus. And it was, uh, yeah, Mission Impossible is awesome, man. I'm a fan. I like it. I've never seen any of those. Dude, you need to watch one, three, and the rest of them. Squidward. Two is pretty bad. <laughs> Clarinet. Yeah, of course. Two Claire. two is pretty bad, but the rest of them are really, are really fun. It's just fun, man. James Bond's good. I wonder what's going to happen with that. If they're coming back with another James Bond movie with Daniel Craig, or if they're switching it up. I'm pretty sure Daniel Craig was done. I thought he was, too. He's yeah. now a stormtrooper from now on. <laughs> He's every stormtrooper forever. <laughs> Oh, he goodness. is in a new movie with Adam Driver. I can't remember the fucking name of it, though. It's when we said Baby Driver. I thought it was that for a second. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen skid bits of it. <laughs> skid bits? What are these words you come up with, like, all the time? Oh, there's uh, Rorschach. The guy who played Rorschach. Oh, nice. Dude, That's an, you were talking about that a few episodes ago. That's another one that I need to watch, man. Watchmen's so good. I have it. Uh, Logan Lucky. That's the one that's coming out. Completed. Yeah. Um... Bob and 25. Rumor. Oh, wow. Oh, maybe that's, so maybe that's his last one. I'm sure they have to sign contracts like uh, athletes. Oh, yeah. Like he's got to do like five Bond movies or whatever. So Logan Lucky's coming out in exactly 11 days, 9 hours, 13 minutes, 50 seconds. So um, by the time you listen to this, it's probably on. Daniel Craig, Channing Tatum, some other people. I don't know. Seth MacFarlane, Adam Driver, Hilary Swank, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Wow. It's kind of a stacked movie. Yeah, when I when I just when I saw James Bond and Kylo Ren in the trailer together, I was like, eh, I probably got to go see that movie. Yeah, so it looks cool. It's a uh, comedy crime drama. Two brothers attempt to pull off a heist during a NASCAR race in North Carolina. <laughs> okay, classic, unique. Okay, okay, I get it. I have a Brit in North Carolina. Um, have you seen Kingsman? Yeah, yeah. I saw the, good. the trailer for the second one. It looks pretty sweet. I need to watch it. First one was good. I just. I almost felt, and it's, it has no, nothing to do with anything, but I almost felt like it was somewhat like a Harry Potter where they, like, they all went to school to be like a special person. Okay, yeah. Do you remember? I never all, saw it. 
Oh, they, they all go to school to become like a James Bond. Okay, yeah. And it's like they all have unique sense. ideas or unique talents and stuff. It was just kind of fucked. Really? Yeah, I did. It was in, it was enjoyable. I don't want to shit on it, but uh, it's called Logan, Lucky Logan. We just did it again. Wait, are you sure? I just looked it up. What are you talking about? Hammered Logan. Logan Lucky. It fucking says it right there. Jackass. Logan Lucky. Pissed. Anyways. Uh, last thing of the fucking awesomeness that we didn't talk about is Comic-Con news, which is <laughs> everyone nothing. probably already knows by now because they already fucking seen everything. It's been two weeks. Uh, nothing from Star Wars. Besides toys. They had toys there. Yeah. They okay. didn't have any Star Wars. Like, so people thought we didn't get the, uh, the Han Solo announcements or like a Last Jedi trailer at D23. Maybe we'll get it at Comic-Con. Nothing happened. They had new toys. That's it. Um, the comics, they did announce there's a Mace Windu comic coming out. Okay. There's a Thrawn comic, which is an adaptation of the book, which, why? And there's a Phasma comic coming out. There's also a Phasma novel coming out. Was there, is there not uh, Rogue One comics coming out about There is. I have the Jin? first one. It's li- oh, well, so there, there's a Rogue One comic. It's literally a comic book version of the movie. Did we go to Frankenstein's yet? Where's that at? That's in LA. That's, uh, that's in three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, speaking of, anybody that's in L.A., I'll be there. Three weeks. We're going to look Frank and Sons, and then we're getting drunk and watching the uh, Floyd McGray. Floyd McGray. <laughs> I almost said Floyd McGray weather. <laughs> we're watching the McGray weather flight, fight flight. Uh, <laughs> on uh, Saturday, August 26th. So if you're in L.A., we're all going to go be nerds together. So, uh, come on out. Yeah, so nothing crazy from Star Wars. I'm kind of annoyed that they're making like comic books that are just... The, it's just a book in a comic book form. Like, let's give it some new oh, stories that yeah. kind of twine, like intertwine. Like the Rogue One comic is just the it's the movie mm-hmm. in a comic book. It's like oh, I already saw that. Um, Marvel was the big one for us. You know, there's Black Panther footage and trailer, um, Avengers Infinity War footage and trailer, which are not released for the public to see yet. It was specifically for the Comic Con crowd. Um, the Thor Ragnarok trailer looks awesome. Super excited for that. The next movie, uh, the next Ant-Man movie is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Captain Marvel was announced. The Defenders, which is all four of the Netflix uh, superheroes from Marvel coming together, is coming out. Mm-hmm. And then Marvel Inhumans, which is coming out on like ABC, I think. So my big skepticism of like the DC shows has been that they're on cable television. All right. So they can't like do a full superhero show because it's on fucking CBS or WB or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. So Marvel's coming out with one on ABC, so I just don't think it's going to be good because you can't do what you need to do because you're on cable television. Right. Which is why, you know, the Netflix shows have been awesome. Um, and then DC, people thought Ben Affleck was leaving, but he's not, so don't worry about it. Flashpoint movie. So, uh, you know about Flashpoint. You mm-hmm. should be excited to fuck about that. I'm excited to fuck about that. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's, it's a great movie. Uh, I mean, it was a great uh, animated movie. Right. It's brutal. I, I, there's, that's the one word that comes along when I think about that. It's war and brutal. Everyone dies. It's Rogue One of DC. And what's the main thing behind Flashpoint for people that don't know? Uh, Flash's mom dies. Um, so he uses his powers to go back in time and save her. And him do, in doing so, creates an alternate universe and everything's fucked. <laughs> uh, instead of. And the main thing instead is instead of Bruce dying, or I'm sorry, instead of Bruce Wayne's parents dying, Bruce dies and his parents live. Uh, 
his dad Tom becomes Batman. His mom becomes a Joker. Yes. Um, Wonder Woman is actually in a world war against Aquaman, um, oh, and it's tearing the whole everything apart. And they they bring a lot of people to, like Greenlanders in it. Everyone dies. Nice in the world war or something, and he he has to get back to actually not saving his mom because he he destroys the entire planet basically. Jesus, crazy. So it's and but it's very brutal. There's like beheadings. Wonder Woman's a badass bitch. I hope that happens. No joke. Then this is a slight spoiler. Well, at least in the animated film, the lasso of hope or uh, truth or whatever. Yeah, lasso of truth. Yeah. Um, she hangs a guy by it. <laughs> That's awesome. She's trying to like get something out of him, and it's almost like a Vader thing where tell me where that and then kills him and just like fuck yeah. this. She she's hanging some dude trying to get and then so you she think like, we'll have like a rated R flashpoint? No, oh, I hope so. We but should. It's and it's it's a brutal it's a brutal movie for people that saw the Comic Con or maybe you didn't. Um, the Tom and Martha Wayne from the beginning credits of Batman v Superman. That's Thomas and Martha. So that's Batman and the Joker, the Joker which is going to be crazy. I've seen some people do some like fan art of them as like the Joker and Batman. Man, it's going to be fucking sweet. And and the uh, Tom Thomas Wayne Batman is a hard ass because he's not as smart or as technologically advanced or whatever. Um, so he just uses nine millimeters and shoots fuckers in the head. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's awesome. Um, the Shazam is the next DC film that's going to mm-hmm. start. And then they also said there's two more DC films coming out, but they didn't say what the fuck they are. Great. Perfect. So awesome. Like, why, why do you, you, why? Like, what is that? Guys, we're mean? announcing there's movies. Good job. Right. What movies? They're Good coming. Job. Coming out soon. <laughs> I don't think you were confused about that. Uh, and that's, that's it for the stuff that we care about. Pretty much. Excellent. Jesus, man. There's so much stuff. I can't keep up with it all. Fat Flashpoint Paradox series is good. Why are you putting spaces between your shit, man? Yeah, you're blocked. Um, I borrowed a set of the Dark Tower graphic novels Ooh. from a buddy. So there's a there's a part in, I think it's the third book of the Dark Tower series. Let me step back. The entire thing starts with a gunslinger and Roland is at the end of his life. And he's trying to kill the man in black and he's already gone through like everything. And then in some of the other books, they go back to him as a teenager when he's coming up and getting trained and leaving home and everything. So the graphic novel is covering when Roland steps up, becomes a man, and like becomes the gunslinger. Yeah. So that was all part of the first book, I thought. I don't think so. Yeah, because I think they a- mentioned it, but they like literally in the third book, they go back and there's like six chapters of him as a teenager, like going through training and him and his friends. I could have and- sworn it was in the first book because he had a like a, a hawk named Mark or something. Uh, that came in, uh, down and like destroyed yeah. his the, his teacher's eyeballs and shit. Yeah, that Colt. Colt. His I teacher. thought it was Mark. No, oh. his teacher's name is Colt. What's his, the hawk's name? The bird's name? David. Dave. David. Yeah. I knew it was some just yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, and they go in more detail that one of the later books. And then the graphic novel is that, like in detail. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read that. You know, I'm just like uh, trying to connect all these fucking strings of the Stephen King bullshit that's happening. Excellent. And then it comes out in September. What does? It, the movie. It. That's it. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> dude. Seeing that trailer in the theaters was creepy as hell. I know that much. I didn't see it yet. You haven't seen any of them? Uh, I saw a real short, like teaser one. I thought. Oh, there's there's three yeah. out now. Oh, dang. and they showed one. In, yeah, in theaters. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. What else? That's it. That's it. That's it. What's what's happening to you in the next week? You want to tell the motherfuckers? Oh, announcement, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Announcement time. Pay attention. 
Mopar is moving. I'm not no longer going to be local to Columbus. Um, I'm going to be moving out east. Uh, I'm going to be probably about an hour away from Philadelphia. Um, so Philadelphia. going so going forward, we're going to try to do this via online situations. So uh, it's going to be more of like a split screen thing. So yeah, uh, we're going to try to test that out. Uh, I'm moving for work, Riley. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got to move. I'm gonna be about six hours away, so that, that I mean, literally this whole this, this whole week is gonna be pre- preparing <laughs> and and packing. I'll be moving next Saturday, yeah. So in six days, so we'll be doing the split screen Skype bullshit from now on. That's how it's gonna. I gotta Except be for special particular events. Oh, okay. when you're back in town, or I'm over there, or whatever. Yeah, We're you tra- coming, are you coming back? Here's the big question: You coming back for a holiday season, like Christmas time? I don't know. We're going. I'm gonna be out in. Uh, Seattle. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. He's lying now. He's making shit up. <laughs> I'll be in Seattle for you Christmas. You Tatooine as well? For Christmas. I'll be in Seattle. Well, we got The Last Jedi coming up, so that's the only thing we have to really worry about. Everything else we can do vigilantly. How are beer reviews going to work? We're just going to both be hammered before we get on. I was actually going to say we're going to have to plan to try to get the same one, or maybe we just talk about Split them. two different beers. Maybe we just do uh, opposite times. Like, I'll just have a drinking beer. You'll do the beer review. No, that could work. And talk about it. And then the next time we should I'll have, have one. You should find a cool craft beer store out there and have them like talk to craft drafts. And like, what's a beer that you both your stores have so we can review that? Nah. Ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Actually, the issue is PA is fucking backwards with beer and you got to go to like a beer distributor to get oh, alcohol. Oh, really? Oh, that's so lame. There, it's slowly changing. I did find, uh, when I was there this past week, I did find a gas station with beer, but they had to go through like all these crazy liquor license. Like, Jeez. To, to get it. Yeah, we're spoiled in Ohio. Oh, Just you go grab beer like a bakery. Yeah. Bakery, <laughs> a drive through Yeah. It's crazy. That's what, when, when I was taking uh, the, the Swedes out, they, they said, oh, you have to go to like a beer store. I'm like, here, you don't even have to get out of your car. We got drive throughs So we went through a fucking drive through and they gave me $100 a night. They said, get as much beer as you can. So like, we're going to get like four <laughs> cases of Miller Lite, guys. This is we're going to have room in the car for all of it. And they loved it. They were like, uh, they were... Uh, Snapchatting me buying beer. I'm just like, yeah, you don't have to get out. Y'all just handed the lady. You're famous There's in like Sweden. 90 beers coming through the window. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, we're we going to the, the Skype split screen goodness. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Make sure you got good internet out there. The audio should be still perfect. Audio, the, yeah. It's not the video, change. we're going to try to work out the bugs. I'm sure there's going to be some, but uh, it's fine. Bug be gone. <laughs> be okay. Bug watch. <laughs> so, thank you guys for tuning in. Rogue Spot from Podcast episode. One damn. Oh, I'm gonna piss my pants right now. <laughs>